Welcome to the Community of Broken Spirit podcast. We are a group of people who unwittingly became a community when we found ourselves together in a business. Through years of meeting and working together, we, from different church backgrounds, discover just what it takes to love one another, what and all. As God empowered us to comprehend His incredible love, we found ourselves more and more distant from the institutional church, finding it somewhat consumed, preoccupied, and quite removed from the lives we live. It was not exactly a healthy place to be in, for us and for our families. We return to his simple gospel, to know God, to be loved, and to love one another. Perhaps this place may inspire some, that us before, who inadvertently found themselves without a life or church to desire after him again. Each season, we will be sharing stories of our members, sharing the raw, unedited journey of how we came to find Christ and what our lives look like today. We hope by sharing our stories, we can inspire others to avoid the mistakes we made and encourage each other to keep going. Hearing the Voice of God, Five Spiritual Senses Today, I will wrap up this podcast on hearing the voice of God, talking about the five spiritual senses, the sense of touch, smell, sight, hearing, and taste, which involves five organs, the skin, nose, eyes, ears, and mouth. I read in a book once that just as we have five physical senses, we also have five spiritual senses. Uh, To me, the number five is very special because it's also the Roman numeral V. Uh, when we first started Cops, God has been showing us V in many different forms with different meanings, one of which V is also the voice of God. And now how his voice communicates with us through these five spiritual senses. My mentor told me once of a missionary who shared this story with her. His wife was giving birth and was in labour. To distract herself from her pain, she started singing. So there they were in a hospital delivery room, worshipping God. Isn't that marvellous? Bringing your new baby into, into the world in a room filled with worship and with the presence of God. As they were singing, they saw angels enter the delivery room. The angels brought gifts for the baby. The gifts were honesty, faithfulness and trust in God. They were thrilled. But suddenly, they started to see demons also streaming in. The demons could not take away the gifts brought in by the angels, so they brought with them curses instead. So the missionary explained what God had shown them. The gifts from God at our birth cannot be taken away. The devil knows that very well. He can only pervert the gifts to prevent us from being able to fully appreciate or exercise the full power of our gifts. Now, for example, if you have been given the gift of being trusting, the devil may pervert it and send a demon of fear or of simple-mindedness that you are too gullible. Or for the gift of gentleness, they may pervert it with the curse of timidity. So, 
There's warfare over our gifts from the day we were born. We are born with different gifts, one of which is the five senses of our physical body. I think my primary physical sense is smell. Maybe that's why I have a big nose. <laughs> uh, we also have secondary gifts and senses that may be sharper than others. I think it's the same spiritually. We have some spiritual senses that are stronger or more dominant than the others. And why am I talking about this? Um, it's because I think God talks to each of us through the spiritual senses He has gifted us with. Because God is spirit, right? For instance, sometimes when I hear, when I say I hear His voice, I do not hear it audibly. It is more like a, a sensation or thought that comes to my mind. And sometimes it could be an impression or just words. Perhaps it's because I'm a reader, I read a lot, and I like to process what I read slowly in my mind, which is why I prefer books than digital uh, reading. So I hear God very much through my mind and through my thoughts. I don't know how to put my finger exactly on it, but it's like hearing an audible voice of God speaking in my mind rather than in my ears. Uh, there are times I've heard him audibly, I think, like the incident with the lump on my cheek I mentioned in the earlier episodes. And if you also have heard my earlier podcast on my near-death accident, the Lord appeared in my car and spoke those words in the gentlest of all voices. Of course, Sarah, I will take you home with me. So, but for some people, I they, they hear God audibly through their ears. So it probably means their spiritual sense of hearing is their special ability, the gift that God has given them. Personally, for me, I'm actually very bad at hearing audibly. If you give me an audio tape, I will fall asleep just listening to the first few minutes of it. But if you give me a book, I can be very engrossed in it for hours or for days. If you give me a movie, I will watch it, but honestly, I'm not really a movie person. I used to watch only one or two movies a year before I got married. My husband, on the other hand, loves watching movies. One of his primary senses is certainly the sense of sight. His father, grandfather, they are all artists and he studied architecture, so things that are visually interesting or attractive or well-designed will get my husband's attention. So the, the amazing thing is this, even though my physical sense of hearing and seeing are not my strong suit, but I learned to hear God quite well using my spiritual senses of hearing. I can tell you, God chose me to hear Him when I'm actually very bad at hearing. And actually also in seeing spiritually when I'm actually very bad at noticing things. For instance, uh, if I bought a bus, I will zoom in directly where I want to sit or stand and become oblivious to anyone or anything else in the past. My friends used to get so exasperated with me when they tried to get my attention when they saw me boarding the same bus. It was like having tunnel vision. Everything kind of fits out. I didn't even notice them. I just went straight to my seat. So how do I hear God when I'm actually bad at hearing things, bad at things that are audio? And how can I see visions well when I'm actually so tunnel vision naturally? Well, the good news is this, whatever is our natural gift 
or the lack of it, we all possess all five spiritual senses. When we first learn to hear the voice of God, we may hear Him with the dominant sense at first. With practice, all of our spiritual senses will get sharper. When I first started hearing God, He showed me only black and white Polaroid shots. One shot, then next, then next, and next. And I would wait, and the Holy Spirit would provide the caption for each shot. Sometimes only a word or a phrase. And then slowly, I get to see the full message. And as time went by, the Polaroids, the black and white Polaroids, became full-colour pictures. <laughs> so from then, from one word or two, you become sentences. And eventually, he provides me with full explanations like a guided tour. And then one day, I started to see full-colour, technicolour, moving pictures like in a movie. Uh, sometimes with full audio as well. So that usually happens when he comes to me in a dream. Most times for me, when I pray, he speaks to me like in a silent movie, but with words and subtitles. <laughs> That's how God speaks to me usually. Usually uh, using my spiritual eyes at first and then graduating to my ears as well. Uh, one of our members, Sharon, her sense of touch is very strong. Her skin often gets goosebumps and chills when God speaks to her through visions and pictures. Uh, her stomach is also very sensitive to the presence of evil and she'll burp very strongly. Interestingly, uh, God had healed her of very bad eczema she had for many, many years. Her doctor actually told her that she may die from it at any time then. And that was before she believed in Jesus and came to join our community. You see the perversion of the devil I mentioned earlier? Sharon has a gift of touch, but the devil cursed her with a life-threatening uh, skin ailment and asthma as well. But it's after she has accepted the Lord as a saviour and started to join us for worship and our business that the Lord healed her skin completely. Now, with practice, her spiritual sense of touch is used even more powerfully. Sharon is also a very good cook, so her physical sense of taste and smell and touch are therefore naturally very strong. But I see her grow bigger and stronger spiritually with each passing year in all other spiritual senses. Now in her late 60s, she's a devoted grandmother, wife and mother. Her life today is so different from when I first met her more than 10 years ago. God had literally plucked her from the deathbed more than once. Her body is strong and well throughout this pandemic. I'm so thankful and happy and relieved for her. And she says to me that this is probably the best time of her life ever. And as for me, my primary spiritual sense is probably my nose. Um, I can smell many things. I can smell the presence of evil. There were several times I smelled the fragrance of the Lord. And that made me very happy and comforted because I know he is there in the room with me or at the place where I needed him. There were also several occasions when I detected the smell of rot, the spirit of death specifically. Uh, once it was in the USA at a very special place that God has asked to go to. Another time was in the spooky house that I told you I stayed for 10 years. 
My nose led me to a spot which smelled like a dead rat. It's near a side table, but there was nothing there. The area is spotlessly clean. It's just that smell of something that was rotting. And when I asked God about it, he said that familiar spirits uh, are trying to get back to this house that we have already cleansed. And they are hiding in that specific place. So I know exactly how to deal with them. With my oil, I pray and just chase them out again of this house. Uh, from time to time, they return and I'll go on a walk half again to cleanse my home. Now, my young children sense it sometimes. My son, I feel, is quite visual. Um, God talks to him in dreams and visions when he was just a little boy. And and sometimes he gets touched by the Lord. He started crying and he tells me, I'm not sad. It's just that God has touched him. Uh, so uh, he, so he, he could feel the sense, uh, the touch of the Lord going through his body. Uh, he also has seen angels descending on our house and he would describe bit by bit of how it happened and then there was like a, a rectangle and then there was lines and some words on it and then the words later he spelled it out, he wrote it out in a piece of paper, it says welcome and he says angels came down and says welcome to the kingdom of God. So that was my son when he was only maybe about seven, eight years old. Uh, there was once he was not able to uh, go to sleep at night. Uh, for several nights, he'll wake up in fear. He was about maybe five years old, and he said something was banging at his door whenever he closes his eyes to sleep, so he dare not close his eyes, and therefore he cannot sleep. And so I consulted my mentors next door, and they told me to ask him, what is it that the demon wanted from his room that is banging on his door? And then my son said, oh, it was a strict sharp toy that's on his shelf. Uh, that was a troublemaker. The toy shark had blood oozing from its mouth, which I never liked. But it was a birthday gift from his best friends. So it was that toy that assisted him too, but he was too polite to refuse it. And after he agreed to let me destroy and discard it, he was able to sleep peacefully through the night without any problem at all after that. I love it when I see corps members develop in their gifting after God opens up their spiritual senses. God often delights them with surprises when they put them to use confidently. There was once uh, four of us were led to do a three-day fast at our retreat. I drank Milo like a chocolatey drink once a day as I have a severe gastric problem. The rest of them did not drink or eat for 72 hours. And then I remember Joanna. She was very thirsty on the first day. And she told God, I'm so thirsty, God. Can you give me some water? And then the Holy Spirit let her drink orange juice in a straw. She said the orange juice tasted oh so good. And after that, she was so refreshed. And she was able to finish the 72-hour fast without food and water on this spiritual orange juice. So this is an, a good example of spiritual tasting. I will also never forget the sparkle in YY's eyes when she shared how her life has turned around. The first time I had met her more than a decade ago, the Holy Spirit showed me the darkness in her mind even though she was a believer. At that first meeting, uh, she was very angry and negative about certain things. 
but she wouldn't talk about it. So I felt we just should pray about it and ask God to show us what is bothering her. So during the prayer, I, I saw visions of blood sacrifice. So I, I said to her and her husband at the meeting and together with some of our members were there. And I said, I, I don't know why I'm seeing this. You are Christians and why is there blood sacrifice? And, and at that instant, there was a word of knowledge that came to me from the Holy Spirit. And I said, oh, the devil wants the women in your family to die. And then she was stunned. She had been despondent and frustrated because her teenage daughter's leukemia has re has returned, has researched, and she was so frustrated with the treatment, the pain, the financial, the emotional stress of her husband having to be at the hospital all the time, and she has to be with the son all the time, and the family is living separate lives. And so she and her daughter actually has decided to both kill themselves so that the husband or the father and the son have a normal life. The husband was stunned too. He didn't even know of the suicide pact that they had made. That night was the turning point in their lives. She said, it was when I saw the spiritual gifts that God had put in her that changed everything. She said, I was affirmed, no longer condemned or doubted for the things that God has told me or shown me. From that day onwards, her faith has increased in leaps and bounds and with it, her ability to hear and see the things of God even more, even sharper. Together with her, hus her gentle and soft-spoken but stoic and courageous husband KK, they form a formidable spiritual partnership through whom God speaks so clearly. And not only that, God went on to heal their teenage daughter of her leukemia miraculously. And today she's already a mother of two. Hallelujah! Oh God, you're such an awesome God. I am so thankful that you are their God, my God. It was when we started, all started to learn how to hear his voice that he started to lead us on many trips. Uh, he usually just tells me the place that he wants me to go on certain dates and with whom. And if anybody asks me, what are we going to do there? Or where do we proceed from there? I really do not know most of the time. The members have gotten used to this and they delight in getting surprised by God every time without fail. How everything will simply present itself when we take each step forward. Uh, we do not sweat over the fine details nor fret over anything that's not planned. It's a nightmare for some people. Uh, but things will fall into place naturally and effortlessly. And when we encounter any hiccups, we just follow Cop's motto. We simply choose to be happy. And, and for my travel companions, they, they get to experience for themselves how God magically puts everything together, perfectly fitted, exactly at the right place and exactly at the right time. I cannot count all the signs and wonders and all the miracles we have experienced and encountered in all of our trips. Perhaps one day I will get to write all these magical journeys the Lord has taken us to. 
Or maybe I'll just share of a mission trip I made in China in April 2012. The Lord had said to me, build me a temple here in China. Uh, well, China wasn't really one of those places I like to go to. But I obeyed and I went. A businessman heard the call and he received some words about it too. So together with his wife and three of his Christian friends, they took me to a hill on a golf resort to look at a potential site where we might build God a temple. The resort belonged to a Christian property developer. Uh, while we were waiting on the Lord for his thoughts about this place, I did not feel that it was the right time or place for it. And God said in Chinese to me, Xian zao ren, hou jian dian meaning, first you build the man, then you construct the temple. So so we all agreed that this is not the place that God wanted his temple. So, so we were about to leave the hill to meet up with the owner of the resort. And just as we were doing that, two circular rainbows appeared in the, around the sun right before our eyes. It was a warm and sunny day. The resort staff, the PR manager, who was showing us around the club, uh, the site could not believe her eyes, exclaiming that she has never seen anything like this in her many years working here at this resort. And as we made our way down with the men to join the ladies, I shouted to the ladies who were staring at the sky at the sun not to look at the sun too long because it may injure their eyes. And then the women suddenly shouted, look at the sun, look at the sun. So the man and I turned around and looked at the sun and then the sun was spinning left and right, left and right and looks like it was dancing for us. So all of us were astounded, especially these Chinese believers. Their church is strongly opposed to the charismatic movement and rejects any teaching about the power of the Holy Spirit or the speaking of tongues. The women fell to their knees, crying out to God and asking Him to show them another sign. And right before our eyes, the sun changed colours. I cannot remember exactly now, but I think it turned a bright orange to a blue and then black back to its normal bright light and left all of us speechless, all the men and women and the PR manager and myself, of course. So many magical journeys like this, V has led us throughout the past 12 years and more. For me, to the Cape of Good Hope, where I saw the V pattern of the birds flying in the sky. And then he told us to follow him, the boat captain, to the heavenly lake of Xinjiang, to follow the blue or the crosses on the old silk road, and to the Tanker Desert of Inner Mongolia, to Spain, Switzerland, USA, Turkey, Thailand, and many more. The list goes on, and it continues to grow. Wherever we go, one thing for sure, lives are safe. Many are touched, and they all learn to hear the voice of God better and better. I dare say all their lives have become richer and more exciting ever since they let God open their spiritual senses. And that helped them to hear God much more clearly than ever before. And they move closer and closer to the destiny that God has for them on this earth when they live life led by His voice. You may be a very successful person on this earth. You may be the most beautiful woman in the whole world. You may be the strongest man. You may be the richest person. 
But if your spirit is not moving towards your spiritual destiny, using your God-given gifts to its fullest potential for His kingdom, which is our spiritual inheritance, there will always be a void in your life. But let me say a word of caution as well before I close this podcast. Remember there's warfare around our gifts. Therefore, one must always be humble and also be vigilant. We must never assume that we hear it better than others just because our spiritual senses are open and we can hear all hear the voice of God. The Lord had showed us an accountability system using the Chinese word for well, jing, so that we can always cross-check each other and look out for our spiritual body. We can't do this alone. I wouldn't dare take anything for granted nor trust myself completely. I'm not infallible. I'm not God. Far from it. Nor do I have any illusions about it, nor desire to be one. I, I hope that all that I've shared in these eight episodes have inspired you to desire hearing His voice. God cannot wait for you to start a conversation with Him. He's waiting for you. May His voice lead you to what we in Corps consider a normal Christian life of signs and wonders, of delightful insights and understanding, and most of all, to live a happy, a joyful and exciting life that's loved by God and loving one another. Let me close this podcast with one interesting fact. One of my friends, Patsy, who is in the medical field, once told me that the first sense that is formed by the baby in the womb, in the mother's womb, is the sense of hearing. Isn't that interesting? That God puts hearing as the first and perhaps the most important part when creating a human life. May this podcast inspire you to embrace your spiritual gifts, to ask God to open up your spiritual senses for you to be able to live a life powerfully, joyfully, fruitfully, <laughs> excitingly and fulfillingly led by His voice. Have a blessed day. Hi there. If you found that this episode resonates with you or if you would like to share your story, please drop a review at Apple Podcast. It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content of this podcast. By doing so, you will also help more people find this podcast. If you are interested, we also have a blog at communityofbrokenspirit.org. Again, it's communityofbrokenspirit.org, where we post twice a week stories and parts of our members' journals from past and present years. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter.